Hello and welcome once again to the Cave to the Cross Apologetics. I'm Patrick. And I'm Tony. And we're once again in Chapter 2 of Keeping Faith in the Age of Reason. We're on the chapter called Names, Places, and Genealogies. So we're looking at uh, supposed contradictions that have uh, uh, two different places have changed names or people or uh, the the naming convention that's, that's there or there's a hiccup supposedly in... Who's related to who? Yeah. So the Bible says that this person did it here, but over here it says that a different person did the same thing mm -hmm. or something like that. And so, you know, there's different names being used. And so what's going on there? So he wants to deal with the, with those types of alleged uh, discrepancies yeah. right? and contradictions. And so we're halfway through this chapter. Again, we're not uh, pulling every single example because you should buy the book and it's a good piece of reference. It's good read. It's uh, uh, short for where you might might need it, and so um, we're just kind of picking up some highlights of where uh, some more explanation could happen, and uh, adding our our two or three cents to it. Okay, so the, so let's pick it up where we ended last time. This next one says, uh, "Here's the issue: From which of David's sons was Jesus descended?" Right, Matthew one says Solomon, and Luke 3 says Nathan. Mm, so yeah. which one was it? Yeah. All right. So two different people. <laughs> uh, so uh, David was the father of Solomon by the wife of Uriah, and Solomon the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam the father of Abij, and Abij the father of Asaph. That's the Matthew one. And Luke 3.31 says the son of Meli, the son of Mena, the son of Matthiah, the son of Nathan, the son of David. Mm. So, yep, th there's the contradiction right, right there. That's right. Solomon or Nathan. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you can't. Yeah. Okay. So the so he calls this the bifurcation right. fallacy, right? It's the either or fallacy, that kind of stuff. And, he, you know, he says the critic's question is as silly as this. And then he gives a silly question. Are you descended from your mother or from your father? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Right. So what's going on with this one here? The Bible acknowledges that Jesus had no biological father, but is nonetheless uh, considered the son of Joseph. And so we have probably the lineage of Joseph listed in one passage and the lineage of Mary listed in another passage. Mm -hmm. So, yes, he was, you know, if, if he's considered the son of Joseph, then, yes, he was, you know, he, we have both of these types of things going on. Right? Yeah. We also have the understanding, too, that Jesus is a special case. So he's conceived by Mary through the power of the Holy Spirit, but he also has a, a legal father, Joseph. So he comes from a legal standpoint from the seed of David through Joseph, and that's why uh, Joseph had to return to Bethlehem, or well, to um, to go we, to Bethlehem. Right, go to Bethlehem for yeah. the census, because right. that's where David was from. And then Mary was also a descendant. So there you have a biological descendant from from uh, King David as well. Right, right. So Jesus was born without sin. He came into the world without sin, and so um, and so he was born just of Mary. Right. right, from the seed of a woman, yeah, as so prophesied. Didn't inherit the sin nature from his yeah. father. So uh, here, uh, Lyle says that Matthew uh, may record the biological ancestry of Joseph, while Luke records his legal ancestry. Yeah, so that one is a pretty straightforward. Was he, whose who's son was he? Well, you know, he had both. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had lineage uh, from both. Yeah, he he needed both because one could always claim he was illegitimate in some fashion. Mm-hmm. However, both Matthew, Matthew who uh, is a a uh, Jew among Jews, uh, goes and and traces the, the biological lineage, and then Luke comes along and does the the legal mm-hmm. framework for him. Yeah, good, good. All right, next one. Number 79, uh, where exactly did Aaron die? Numbers 20, 27, and following say that he died on Mount Hor. But then in Deuteronomy 10, 6, Mosera is where he died. Yeah. So he can't die in two different places. So where exactly right. did he die? Yeah, we cut him up and he died. And, you know, well, no, that wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have even worked. Yeah, right? not, not yeah, there. Yeah, wherever we cut him up, that's where yeah. he died. Yeah, Fall so on he, state line. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Part of it fell on this yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. So he calls this the bifurcation fallacy again, mm-hmm. right? Either or fallacy, right? Because uh, clearly it can't be both. But indeed, yes, it can, right? right? So, um, um Aaron died and was buried in Meseret, and he also died in, on Mount Hor. So, which is true? Both. Mount Hor is in the region of Meseret. I was born in Kalamazoo, and I was born in Michigan. Oh, so you were born in two places? I was born in two places, wow. yes. Yep. Wow. Just <laughs> And, and, and not only that, I was born in a hospital room, too. Wow. So, so that's a third, a third place. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, you're, yeah, you're I'm just all over the place. Strange guy. Yeah. 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 Nothing has ever happened that's like right. that before. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next one says, uh, where did uh, John baptize? Yeah. I've, I've never heard of this one before. Like yeah. some of these other ones, I've, I've especially New Testament ones, we kind of hear the same ones over and over again. But uh there's there's probably a reason that we haven't heard this one, and uh, and so uh, Matthew three four through six Mark one nine supposedly disagrees with John one through twenty eight, and here uh, uh, Lyle just comes out and says that whoever's bringing this up is bluffing, hoping, yeah. <laughs> hoping that you don't read, it's yeah, a, yeah. or at the very least if you're being genuine or trying to be, that it's a failure to read the text carefully. Mm, mm, yeah. Yeah. So notice um, they all confirm that John was baptizing in the Jordan River with no apparent inconsistency. John one twenty eight refers to John's previous conversation with the Pharisees in Bethany beyond the Jordan. The Jordan was where John was baptizing. Right. Mm-hmm. So this seems to be different than Bethany, uh, be a different Bethany than the one near Jerusalem, which is why the author attaches the qualifier. Yeah. Right. Yeah, th- there's no there's no GPS coordinates, there's no longitude, latitude, so you have to talk about things in relation to other things. So uh, it's kind of the distinction about some people you say, oh, turn left on, you know, H Avenue and take a right on D Avenue, and you'll come to the the first house on your left. But some people you have to say, well, you turn left at the McDonald's, then you turn <laughs> right at the house with the white picket fence and the sign in their yard, and then you'll get to the blue house on, on the right-hand side. So, But all of them say Jordan. He baptized in yeah. the Jordan River. And, right. and, I mean, John's kind of a famous person for doing this. So, again, you, you have to assume that the writer, whoever, you have to assume that the writers do not know and, and haven't known for quite some time and are unwilling to go and talk to people who are still alive or have heard the stories or it's written down. I mean, uh, 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 here, here um, uh, John has 
been officially beheaded by a, a, a regent yeah. of, of it. So there's probably some record of, of a a uh, of a public execution. Right, right. So I, yeah, yeah. So it was a it was a well known thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. All right. So where John baptized? Well, he baptized in the Jordan. That's where he baptized. Right. All right. Um, next one is who was Moses's father-in-law? Uh, Exodus uh, three four eighteen says Jethro, but Judges four and Numbers ten say Hobab, whereas Exodus two says Ruel. Mm-hmm. So, how many fathers did he have? <laughs> Father-in-law. How many wives did he have? Well, yeah. That, that, I mean, <laughs> that that would be a, a good question. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but it seems like Moses only had one wife. Uh, uh, founder while um, after fleeing uh, Egypt from killing a guard uh, becomes a, a shepherd a, a flock herder uh, meets uh, a, a woman out in the desert then goes home and meets uh, both his father Jethro Hoab Jethro probably being uh, a, a a title rather than a person's name. Right. So T- today, Jethro can mean excellency. Yeah. Today, uh, although I, I think Jethro, so Jethro here means excellency. Um, I, I think people tend to use Jethro now as a uh, as a southern name or as a you know as as a funny southern name. Yeah. So it's it's really kind of lost its luster there. Um, but then uh, the far, father of Hoab, however, was Ruel. Mm-hmm. And Numbers ten twenty nine talks about that. And again, uh, we talked about this last episode. Uh, because something says father doesn't always mean the immediate person who is your father. Right. Uh, the the, male, the original Hebrew yeah, it's is talking about a male generation. Yeah. Yeah, and person. and to to figure out which one you're talking about, you have to look at the context yeah. uh, surrounding who, who's being talked about. Yeah. So yes, he's uh, uh, father in law is Jethro the excellent. Whose name, whose given name is Hoab, and then uh, Hoab's father is Ruel. All right, that's all. Is that? Mm-hmm. What's the next one? Uh, let's see. Returning to uh, Exodus, uh, where we receive kind of the the where everyone really wants to uh, talk about uh, where we get our law from, and that's where exactly did Moses receive the Ten Commandments? Well, we all know this. We've all seen Charlton Heston oh, yeah. uh, b- being given mm-hmm. the Ten Commandments. He, he got his Ten Commandments on my TV screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So ev- everyone's household, every <laughs> yeah. Easter, yeah. Some, somehow every Easter plays yeah, Ten Commandments. Yeah, that one's an easy one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Exodus says Mount Sinai, which I think probably we all think about. Uh, Leviticus says it, Nehemiah says it, but then 1 Kings, 2 Chronicles, and Malachi, huh, it says Mount Horeb. Mm. So two different mountains. So he, he was able to hop, skip, and jump between these two, or they were he's being given a second Ten Commandments, or what's what's exactly going on here? Well, uh, how about he, uh, the names are interchangeable. Hmm. So different people can call things different things? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a different writer can call the same thing a different name. Or names change over time, or you have two different uh, people groups. So uh, it's one of the reasons why um, uh, during uh, research for uh, people who study the Civil War, it's kind of hard to figure out exactly where everything's at because in the North you have a, a proper name. So it's, it's you know the Battle of you know Jacksonville. But then... Um, in the south, it's always uh, like, oh, it's the, the Battle of uh, 
the bridge over, you know, the river. Kwai. You know, yeah. No, no, that's a different that's war. Different, that's a different war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, River Jackson. Yeah. And so you're, yeah. you, 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 you have uh, uh, two different names, but it's still referring to the same thing. Right. And here it seems like Mount Horeb is also Mount Sinai. Um, they, they have mountain groups and then a, a particular mountain. Right. Yeah. So that one is cleared up rather uh, easily there. Yeah. All right. The next one is um, let, let's stick with Moses here. All right. So uh, where did Moses get water from a rock? Where was the location that Moses got water from a rock? Right. Uh, was it uh, Rehadim or Kadesh? Right. So so um, Exodus says uh, Rehadim. Right. And and numbers said and Deuteronomy says Kadesh. Mm-hmm. So which was it? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, for forty years, probably a lot of rocks were struck. <laughs> Here, we're, probably we're, kicked. <laughs> yeah, that too. So <clears throat> here we have two specific, different places that we're talking about. And why is that? Well, one because it's the first time that it happens and two it's the thing that happens that keeps Moses out of the promise so it happened twice at, at, at least twice at recorded least twice but recorded. probably did happen quite a bit more but these are are the Exodus 17 and then the numbers in Deuteronomy so, are so it happened different. in both places but yeah. they were different events at different times mm-hmm. yeah so that one yeah it's I mean, and, yeah. and and we know that too from the context yeah. uh, once again context seems to rule uh, uh biblical hermeneutics and that's in exodus he's commanded by god to strike the rock and in uh numbers he's told to speak to the rock which right. we know that he strikes it out of anger because the people are grumbling and he's just wanting to get along with his day for once and not having to worry about being you know, uh, 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 thrown out into the in, further into the wilderness, and so he strikes it, disobeys, uh, and is told that because of this, keeps him out of the promised land. Keeps him out of the promised land, yeah. where he's right on the border, and he yeah. just has to die on top of the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. So here, then he causes the bifurcation fallacy, the is or is or fallacy, right? Either a, you know, either A or B is the case. Which one is it? Well, when you're ever, you know, oftentimes you're given an L. You know, it's called, uh, you know, you're given a dilemma like that. Mm-hmm. False, it's a false dilemma because yeah. it might be both or it might be neither yeah. or whatever, right? And so. When when have you stopped beating your wife? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yesterday yeah. or today? Yeah. That's, those are my only choices. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. So that's it for this chapter. And, and really, it, it, it provides two big points that um, I, I, th- I think are important. The first is, if, if you have legitimate concerns about the Bible and you're a critic, you're a skeptic, these type of arguments that, that Lyle is finding in that big list that we had in, in one of our early episodes, uh, this really ch- just kind of cuts your legs out from underneath you. It, it, it shows that you're not seriously reading because a lot of these are, you know, th- th- that they could be uh, two, uh, two things named the same or... The original language informs you, and and you're trying the to context. Yeah, you're tr- you're trying to you're trying to bring this in, but it also distinguishes why we need to be uh, exegeting the text, which means uh, uh, pulling pulling out from the text so that it it leads us as as believers, and we're not reading stuff in which is eisegesis. Right. So exegesis 
we're allowing the text, we're allowing the to authors speak to, to speak to us, not in some ethereal thing, but in a way which we do for every book. Right. But here is even more special, not only because it's historical and 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 th- these ones, th- this chapter tends to be more historical because right. it's not you're not having to because we're talking about, about poetry or anything like that. And, and, yeah, and names and that yeah. sort of people and right. that sort of thing. Yeah. But but you're you're also um, you're you're also having to be careful. Also, because if you're a Christian, you believe this is God's word and uh, he doesn't err. So spending a little bit of time just trying to work this out and and figuring out exactly what could be the answer to this dilemma. um, Instead of just making this super long list that you put up on a website and someone goes, oh, yeah, that looks like a lot of different uh, issues with it. And so you just you just kind of go based off this this. Oh, that's a lot of examples rather than. And opening up scripture, looking at it. Looking at it carefully and examining it and seeing exactly what's going on. In other words, being fair with the text, right? right? Being fair. You would and, want and you should, to yeah, yeah, and you should do that any time that you're reading any piece of literature. Mm-hmm. You're fair, right? You interpret it in terms of the kind of literature it is and what's it's, you know, what it's trying to accomplish. And you're fair with the, with the, with the uh, literature mm-hmm. and your interpretation, right? And you don't read into it. You allow it to you know, tell you what it's saying. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, that's why we need to have proper hermeneutics of, of how we interpret the Bible and study the Bible, because without it, we we will sadly become either like origin and just, just apply whatever we want to that's and whatever right. we make up. It's or, an analogy, yeah. and what it really means is, you know... <laughs> we can spiritualize yeah. this yeah. <laughs> to kingdom come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, that uh, I think that does. That's yes. the ones that we've identified here. So those are. So it's kind of you know that's kind of the basis of what's going on here. The next one, next chapter is. We're back to numbers. Timing number, of events. Timing of events. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that one should be pretty interesting, right? Yeah. I I think we're going to get uh, probably a bit more into the New Testament here. Um, uh, Jesus does a lot of things that that have to happen at certain uh, points of time, um, but uh, it'll be. I think it'll be a. a a bit more interesting on trying to trying to work these through because yeah. uh, the way that we do time now is a, a little bit different from what they were doing this yeah time. so that should be interesting yeah all right great so keeping faith in the age of reason jason lyle yep. right. i still got my faith yeah yep. so he's, yeah so he's, far so good yeah. right <laughs> he, he's, he's living up to his uh yeah. uh 16 bucks that yeah. <laughs> although you probably find it uh, cheaper on uh, ebooks and stuff yeah. like that yeah so um all all links for the book uh that we're talking about uh can be found in the description and uh join us next time for the time all right thank you